talk about and share just the different things that God has put on my heart just to encourage you know any Christian out there whether you're a seasoned Christian or whether you are a new Christian I am so glad that you're here today and I'm grateful to God for you and hopefully you have been able to get something from this channel or you will you know for future so as I always say I do not regularly put up posts every single week like most podcasters I don't do that I'm always led by the Holy Spirit so whenever God gives me something that's when I release it um, otherwise you you may see me post you know once every like two to three months and typically that's because I you know I'll just be really with God and and just like I said being led by his spirit so you know that's truly you know what I believe I believe in being led by the Holy Spirit than just trying to come up with content you know from some other place just to keep up with everybody or to be in competition because I'm not in competition you know I don't do this to compete with any other any other person who has a podcast but I do this to be able to minister and I do this to be able to encourage people in their relationships with God so hopefully you know I can help you know in, in some shape or form um through you being here and, and listening to these episodes and that you would grow more in love with Jesus. That's really the goal here. You know, if you're a Christian, you know, it's called Christian Girl in the Godless World to really talk about the issues that a lot of Christians face today and how we can get through it, what God is saying, and, you know, how to really move forward and just be the people that he's called us to be. Because that's really what we're here for. We're here to do his will, not ours, okay? So I just wanted to start off with that. So today I, I just wanted to talk, you know, this one is really more holistic because I know I talk about, you know, a lot of heavy stuff, a lot of heavy topics. The last topic I talked about was about Roe versus Wade. So that was pretty heavy. Um, but this one is a lot more holistic, a lot more heartfelt because I really, you know, I, I really felt God's heart and I feel like this is something that he wants, you know, to be talked about today. So I really want to talk about and share just for anyone you know who may come here and even if like i said even if you are a christian being able to know how do i hear the voice of god how do i hear his voice so like i said if you've been a christian for a long time you know maybe you grew up in church maybe you you know got your original just understanding of god through just basic principles about who he is what he did for you jesus coming down to earth you know coming into human form living a, a regular human life 
and also being, you know, he's teaching and preaching and healing, doing miracles, and then, you know, being ostracized for doing these things, being um, called a false prophet, you know, and then it ultimately leading up to his crucifixion and his death and ultimately his resurrection, which is really showing his divinity. So maybe you learn those foundational things about what it means to be a Christian and, you know, what, what it is that Jesus is calling us you know, to do being his followers, you know, maybe you had that foundational um, understanding about Jesus, but maybe, you know, and maybe you grew up in church, maybe you have just been going to church your whole life, like I grew up in church, grew up in a Baptist church, um, I don't think I've ever mentioned that here, but yeah, I grew up in a Baptist church, and you know, I learned all of those foundational things, I sung in the choir, um, you know, I participated in Sunday school, doing other things, and you know it was a it was a great you know start but you know the only thing that i didn't know for the longest time was how to hear god's voice how to communicate with him and knowing that i don't have to only communicate in just you know regular prayers our father who art in heaven you know hallowed be thy name like i can communicate with him in reg in my regular language right i can talk to him and he can he will respond you know because he loves us. He wants to talk to us. He wants to have a relationship with us. So it's so important for us to be able to understand that, that God wants to have a relationship with us and he wants to be able to have dialogue. And for the longest time, I didn't know that. Like I didn't understand that I had this whole different idea about how to connect with God, how to hear his voice, how to, you know, allow him to lead and guide my life, you know, I had a whole different idea about it, even though, of course, I have the Bible as a foundation, and it's a great foundation. It is, absolutely. We should always be reading our word. We should always hide the word in our heart because that's that's God's, you know, power. That's, that's who he is, you know, is in his word. Everything that we need to know about him is there. But there's also more things that, you know, he wants to reveal to us. And it's important that we learn how to communicate with him so that we can know those other things. And, you know, that is really dear to his heart that he wants to share with his children, you know. And the Bible, you know, also says that, you know, great is the mysteries of God. And it is. There's so many mysteries of God. And I think we as Christians miss out on that because we don't know how to communicate with God. We don't know how to hear his voice. And, you know, I know a lot of churches do the best that they can, but a lot of the churches don't really, you know, teach people how to hear from God and how to really, really hear from God. Not just in the generic way, but in the, the real deep way where it's like you're connecting with him. You're hearing him speak to your heart. Some people hear him audibly. I've only heard him audibly maybe a couple times out of my life. But mostly he speaks to my, my inner heart, you know, and I hear him put things into my heart and I write it down and we communicate, we have conversations and it's beautiful to be able to be in conversation with God and he listens to you, you know, cause look, he's a God. You would think like, why would God want to listen to me? But he does because he's not the type of God that wants to exert his power on us just because he has it. And he doesn't teach us to be that way. He teaches us to be humble, you know? So I, I want to get into just a little bit about how to better hear God's voice because it's, it's not as complicated as people make it out to be. It's really not complicated. It's pretty simple. And, you know, the number one thing I would say 
is being able to humble yourself. If you can humble yourself, then you will be able to hear God's voice. And why? God responds so powerfully to humility. When we humble ourselves, we we don't try to put ourselves above others. Jesus begins to speak to us and he begins to impart more of himself and his will and his revelations and his mysteries to us because we're able to humble ourselves and, and look at ourselves as the least, right? The Bible says, you know, the last shall be the first. And he means that. What he means by that is he is calling his children to be lowly, to not look to be the greatest in the world, to not look to esteem ourselves above others, but to lower ourselves. And lowering yourself doesn't mean putting yourself down. It doesn't mean having low self-esteem. It means being able to humble yourself and say, you know, I want to be able to serve others, right? Because to be a good leader, you also have to be able to follow and you have to be able to serve others or you're not truly a good leader, right? So we have to understand those different elements of it you know humility is very important because if we you know if we're if we're prideful if we think that we're all that in a bag of chips then jesus is not gonna want to share himself with someone that just is so full of pride that they can't see anybody else but themselves they can't hear anybody else but themselves you know so when jesus looks into our heart he's looking for that humility he's looking for that selflessness you know, he's looking for a person that's like, look, it's not about me. It's about you, Lord. It's about your will for my life. It's about what you want me to be doing. It's about you getting the glory from my life. So he's looking, you know, internally in our hearts to see, you know, where we are. And he bases that to really make the decision and, and say, am I going to share more of myself with this person? Or, you know, do they need a little bit more time to learn more humility, to, to learn more brotherly love, okay? That's the second one. Another way to truly hear the voice of God is being able to show charity, to show brotherly love, okay? To be, be able to love your fellow neighbor. If you don't know how to love other people, you know, God is not going to want to share himself with you because love is a part of his nature. He is love. So if he is looking at and looking into the heart of someone who doesn't have, you know, the the ability or, or doesn't have the will to love others, to show brotherly love, to show charity, then it's like, why would I why would I share anything with you? Why would I communicate my will and my heart to you? You know, if you don't know how to love your fellow brother, if you, you know, are holding grudges because someone has hurt your feelings, you know, because you got into an argument and now you don't know how to forgive and, and, and kiss and make up. Like God wants us to do these things because it's not about us. And even in the Bible, one of his greatest commandments is to love, love um, God with all your heart, your soul, your mind, and your strength, and to love your neighbor as yourself. Those are the two biggest commandments so we have to love god with everything that we have and be able to love our neighbor so if we can't do those two things especially the latter loving our neighbor as ourselves, then we we're, we don't truly exemplify the nature of god right so god wants to be able to look into the hearts of his children and see his nature see himself right and and he gravitates towards you know people who who exemplify his nature because he can impart more of himself and that's how his will gets done in the earth, right? So if we don't have brotherly love, 
God can't share more of himself with those of us who don't know how to love our brother, to love our neighbor as we love ourselves. And, you know, even with the loving yourself part, you know, you can have an excessive self-love and that's a problem. You know, of course we should love ourselves and we should not put ourselves down, of course, but we should not love ourselves so much that we hate everybody else, right? We should be able to love ourselves, you know, to, to, to a certain limit to where it's like, we don't take the, the power and the attention away from God. And we don't take the focus away from others who truly need his love to be shown. And we show the love of God by the love that we give to other people, right? So it's really all about being able to, to show the nature of God. And I know these are probably some, some things that you would not have expected to hear about how to hear God's voice. But yes, this is what he's revealed to me. This is what he's shown me. And by me being able to do more of these things that I'm sharing with you today, I have been able to hear God's voice so much more clearly, okay? But I'm not done. Just a couple more things that I want to mention for ways that we can begin to hear God's voice more clearly. Practice being in solitude, okay? Practice being alone. Practice having moments to yourself where you're not always around other people, where you're not always in the company of someone else. You know, of course, friendships are great. It's good to have, you know, like-minded people around you. It's good to have friendships and, and people who can hold you accountable. God loves that. You know, he encourages that to a certain extent. But he also wants certain things to be done in moderation. So he does not want us to excessively always be in the company of somebody else. Because what happens is the more that we're around others and we're in the companionship of other people, we begin to hear God's voice less because other people's voice begin to drown his voice out. And we begin to compromise because we don't want to, you know, lose those relationships. So now, you know, we're spending time with, with these different people and, you know, the more we're spending time with them, the more we begin to perform, the more we begin to, to do things to keep that person or those people's attention so that we don't lose the relationship. But then all the while, our relationship with God is falling by the wayside because we're putting all of our efforts into friendships and other relationships because we don't want to be alone, right? And a lot of us, we fear being in a place of silence, in a place of isolation, in a place of solitude. And I was one of those people. So I know I did not like being by myself. I did not like having moments of just quiet time, of just sitting and doing nothing, of not always being around other people, not always going to hang out when someone asks me to go and hang out. Like I didn't, you know, at one point I didn't know how to do those things. I didn't know how to be in that space. That was really hard for me. You know, but God, you know, over time, over the past like couple of years, God has been showing me more and more just the beauty of being in a place of solitude. Because when you're in that place, that's when you can really hear God's voice. When it's quiet, when you don't have a lot of distractions from people, from the world, from your phone, from your television, you don't have all of these other distractions that's crowding your space, crowding your mental space. So now you have no room to hear from God. You have no room for him to impart into you. So it's important to be able to eliminate those, you know, areas. And there may be some times where you want to go hang out and God is like, no, I want you to stay home. 
Like, I want you to stay home and spend time with me. There are things that I want to share with you that's really important. There's things that I want to impart to you that you're going to need, you know, for this next stage of your life, or you're going to need a couple months from now, or a couple years from now, or even 10 years from now. You know, there are things that I want to impart into you right now that I need, you know, your undivided attention. I need your attention to not be on other people and other things. I need your focus to be on me, you know, so I can really share these things with you, right? So being in a place of solitude, you know, if you're always around noise and always around people, then you're not going to hear God's voice. And sometimes people purposely go around people so they can't be left to their own thoughts and left to that space where they can really begin to think through everything you know that's coming up for them all of the issues that they're having all of the insecurities and the fears things that they're trying to work out a lot of people don't want to be in that space because they're afraid of those thoughts they're afraid of being in that space of silence and solitude that they have to fill it with people and fill it with stuff right so we have to understand that god does not want us to fill our our space and clutter it with so many different things because when we do that then we can't hear from him and he cannot deliver the things that he wants to deliver that we're gonna need that's vital for our life and for our future okay and man you know this this stuff is so powerful to really think about it's so powerful you know and you know i really hope that you're you're digesting this i hope that this is helping you in some shape or form you know and one more thing that you know god is saying that we need in order to be able to hear from him and we have to be willing to obey god when god shares something and when he gives us instruction and like i said this coincides with removing distractions and and being in a place of solitude because you know if you can't hear from god then you can't get instruction right or maybe God is able to get through all of the interference that's going on in your head and your mind and he gives you an instruction and then you decide that you don't want to do that. So now you're being disobedient. So when we can submit and obey God, then he is more prone to speak to us and, and reveal more of himself to us because we're obeying him. Case in point, when I first began to hear prophetically from God, it was two years ago, 2020. Before that, I was not hearing prophetically from God. I think I maybe had like one dream or something like that um, that I felt was of significance. And I still remember it a bit, but I still never really understood what it what it was. And but in 2020, you know, God gave me specific instructions. And that was before he showed me anything else. That was before he began to speak to me more prophetically about things. He began to show he, he gave me, you know, really two instructions. Well, I would say three three they kind of all coincided but really it was three things that he led me to do and that was his you know that was his his prompting for me to go into that next stage that he was preparing me for so he said i need you to do these things and the, and those things did not make sense to me at the time i was like what you know but i did it you know i felt like okay I'm going to do it, you know, because I don't know what's going to come after this. You know, I don't know what's going on. And then I started feeling differently about a lot of things. And that also kind of pushed me into being able to say, okay, Lord, I understand that this is what you want me to do. And I wanted to obey God. And I also wanted to know more. I wanted to learn more about him. And I wanted to know the truth. So he gave me those instructions and I did them. And the moment that I did what he asked, the floodgates open for me 
you know, I began to get dreams and visions and revelations and I've been getting them ever since, you know, because I, I have been in that place of obedience where God asked me to do something and I'm like, okay, God, I, and even sometimes I may be like, what is this or what are you asking me to do? Like, you know, and people should say, well, you shouldn't question God. You can question God. He's not going to strike you down if you question him. You know, it's a relationship. If two people are having a relationship, one person doesn't understand something the other person is saying, you can ask questions, right? God is not like that. So we can ask him a question if we don't understand something. And he'll answer it, you know? And he did that for me. So a lot of times I had questions. I didn't understand what he was asking me, you know, and he would give as much clarification as he chose to give. And then he would say, okay, I need you to do it, you know? And so I had to do it, you know, and I wanted to do it. It was a desire of mine to do it. So I'm saying all of that to say, you know, I hope that these, these tools and, you know, these, you know, different steps of, of being able to hear from God more, I really hope that this can help to really propel you into that space that God wants for you. He wants all of his children to be able to hear his voice clearly, okay? He does not want us to be walking around through this life, not knowing which way to go, not knowing when a decision is wrong versus when it's right. He wants us to know. And the only way we can know that is by being able to hear his voice for ourselves. Now, yes, there are people called to the prophetic, you know, such as myself and other people, you know, and it's and it's good. And God, of course, will use other people to speak a prophetic word to you. But it's really, really important for you to learn how to hear God for yourself and not rely on a prophet or rely on another person that may have a prophetic gift. You have to be able to hear God for yourself. It's important because, you know, when life is really getting you down or you're really in the midst of some, you know, trouble or strife, you can't, you know, be like, well, let me go call prophet so-and-so so they can give me a word. Well, you can just talk to God. You can just talk to God for yourself and say, God, what's going on here? What are you saying to me? What do you want me to do? You know, what's happening? I don't understand this, you know? And so it's really important that we understand that, that, you know, God wants us to hear for, hear him for ourselves because we're all his children. And if we have his Holy Spirit, we should be able to hear his voice. And if you're not hearing God's voice, guess what? It's something with you. It's not with God. If we cannot hear God and we have his spirit on the inside of us, then it's something that we're doing wrong. So we really have to step back and see where is the interference happening? with why we can't hear God. Why am I a Christian with filled with the Holy Spirit and I can't hear God? And I don't know what to do from day to day. I don't know how, what's up from what's down. Why am I in this place? You have to really discover what is it? Is it pride? Is it fear? You know, is it jealousy? If any of those things are in place, then it's gonna make it even more, you know, even more difficult for God to speak to you. So asking God, Lord, what do I need to eliminate so that I can hear more from you? And also, you know, looking at these, these steps again that I've laid out that I spoke about today. All right. So I hope that was helpful. You know, I really felt, you know, God's heart with this and that he wanted to share this because he wants his children to hear from him. He has so much to reveal and he's not, he doesn't only just want to speak to the prophets. He wants to speak to all his children. So you can hear from him. Okay. So... With all that being said, I hope that was helpful, but I, of course, I want to end off in prayer as I always do. So Lord Jesus, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord, for your spirit. Thank you for your Holy Spirit that rests on the inside of us, Lord. Thank you 
for eternal life. Thank you for salvation. Thank you, Lord, that we have the opportunity to be able to hear from you, God. Thank you that you have opened the door for us to, to come into to your secret place and be able to sit down with you and talk to you, have conversations with you, and you share yourself and you share your secrets with us, God. Lord, help us to have a desire to hear your voice every single day, God, that we would never go through a day and we're not hearing from you, Jesus. We should never want to be in that place where we don't hear from you, God. Please give us this desire if we are lacking it, Lord. Please help us to go in the right direction. Please help remove the interference that's in the way of us truly hearing your voice, God. Please open up the doors that have been shut to us, Lord, according to your will, God. And we just ask that you forgive us for our sins, Lord. Forgive us if we have rejected you. Forgive us for being disobedient. Lord, forgive us for being prideful or any other attribute that does not represent you, God, that we have allowed to reside in our hearts and our space. And we're asking that you purify us and you make us clean and you make us righteous in your sight, Lord, that you feel all of the broken pieces and spaces in our heart and you fill it with your love, Lord. Lord, draw us deeper to your heart. Draw us deeper, Lord. We want to go deeper, God. And if we don't know that we want this desire, Lord, reveal it to us, Lord, so that we can begin that journey. God, we love you. We bless you. We give you praise, glory, and honor. And it's in your precious son's name that I do pray. Amen. Thank you all so much for watching this episode. And I pray that you have a blessed day. And I will see you next time. Bye.